Hello, beautiful friend, and welcome to the Hey Happiness podcast. I am so, so, so happy and grateful you're here with me today, chatting all about mental and emotional healing, as well as how to get your relationship with yourself to the next level. I'm Nika, and I've been on this intense, intense healing journey ever since I turned 15 and found myself in the middle of a very, very crappy psychotic break not really knowing what to do, where to go, or who to turn to. I found so much joy and passion and purpose through my healing journey, and now I wanna share all of that with you today. Hello, everyone. I am so excited to be back on this podcast. I've been working on this relaunch for quite a while now, and I am super passionate about today's topic and I kind of already talked about it on my Instagram but I decided that I have so much more to say and so many tips to give because I am kind of the queen of coping mechanisms. I have so many as we all do, they're very normal to have Um, and in today's topic I'm gonna just explain basically what they are, where they even come from, and how to heal them so that we can finally live the way that we've always wanted to without these escaping tactics, without these addictions, um, and just these habits and behaviors that don't really allow us to live or act um, or even think or feel the way that we really want to and the way that we really deserve to at the end of the day. Okay, so let's just get started with the basic understanding of what coping mechanisms are. I really love to explain where things come from, what they are, because I think that there is no healing without actually understanding what's going on and admitting to it fully. Um, And that's something that I had to really, you know, look at myself and do and be like, okay, we have a lot of problems here Um, and that's okay and be compassionate about it. Um, So firstly, we all have coping mechanisms. They're very normal to have in today's world. You shouldn't feel bad about them, even if you have 10 billion. Trust me, I get you. Same here. (laughs) Um, There are so many different ones. And at the end of the day, when you start looking at the ones that you have, you feel like your whole life is full of them. That's normal to feel. I don't want you to be freaked out. Um, but basically some of the coping mechanisms are escaping like to social media, escaping to video games, television, um, binge eating, drug use, smoking, alcoholism, denial, deception, self-blaming, etc. There are so, so, so many. I could go on and on and on. So I got really passionate about this topic recently and especially wanted to talk publicly about it because I've been working on slash healing one of my worst coping mechanisms ever and it's escapism and I've had it for so long and it's been such a burden for so many years. I've been aware of it but I just like I just didn't have the tools and the right mindset to really heal it and now I feel like for the first time in my life I'm finally on the right path and that's why I wanted to share about all of this. So I want to start with explaining to you what coping mechanisms are, where they come from so you can really understand them. So basically your body started using this certain action whether it's binging, drug use, self-blaming, dissociating, lashing out, whatever it might be. 
Um, your body started using it as a way to cope with the pain or discomfort you were feeling and couldn't really find any resolution for. So coping mechanisms help you to adapt or manage whatever you're experiencing that is causing you a lot of stress or pain. Our bodies are wired to survive. All your body wants is for you to keep going. Constantly feeling the pain of something and not really being able to move through it is not very productive for your survival. It's not productive for your brain. Your brain wants to keep going. And so that's where coping mechanisms come into play. That's where they start. So if you have coping mechanisms, which we pretty much all do, there is some sort of suppressed trauma or memory or emotion that was never fully healed or resolved. And your body found this action, this coping mechanism, as a way to move forward, move past it. Doesn't mean that it's healed, of course, but it worked. Like it kind of got you past the the issue a little bit and it allowed your body or your brain to keep moving forward. And that's why you still use it because your body is like, okay, this is working. We're gonna keep doing this. Let's keep going. And that's why it's so hard to heal coping mechanisms and to get past them because your body is somehow against you because it's like well this is working what are you doing why are you changing this right now why do you want me to feel this pain like this is not fun (laughs) let's stop doing this so I know that that's what I was feeling so much of and I was so hard on myself because I didn't really understand this and when this clicked for me is when everything changed and when I actually started the true healing process of my coping mechanisms. Another thing that I think is very important to understand is that most coping mechanisms start in childhood or early teenage years because you don't really have a lot of options as a child to protect yourself, to leave the situation, to have healthy boundaries, to say no. A lot of us grew up in environments where that wasn't really supported and or you just couldn't escape because you were a kid like you can't just say okay sayonara goodbye um i don't want to be here anymore (laughs) this is painful you know we're kind of forced to deal with this the way our parents allow us to which is usually not very healthy because we don't really live in a very emotionally healthy world this is a very valuable piece of information that's really going to help you further on when you want to start healing it and need to figure out where it comes from when it started it's usually in your childhood slash early teenage years. So just keep that in mind. I'll, of course, go into that, how to actually start healing it in a little bit. I just have a little bit more explaining to do first. (laughs) Another game changer when it comes to understanding coping mechanisms and especially healing them is knowing that there is always, always, without a doubt, a positive reason for why you have that coping mechanism. There's always something positive and it's called a hidden positive benefit basically you never do something that isn't serving you in any way no matter how destructive it might seem so to give you a quick example which is something that so many people struggle with and it's emotional eating or binging i know that i used to struggle with this and i was so frustrated every time i did it i felt really gross um emotionally physically mentally Um, obviously it's unhealthy, it's destructive, and I was so angry and frustrated at myself every time I would do it, because I was just like, why do I keep doing this when I clearly feel like crap afterwards? Like, I just didn't understand it. And then when I found this positive benefit thing, everything switched. 
Because basically, when you're binging, you get a sense of comfort. Food gives you comfort. It's very self-explanatory. I think we all pretty much love food and it makes us feel good. And usually, when you're emotionally distressed, which is when you resort to coping mechanisms, in this example, binging, you need to get comfort emotionally, mentally, physically, by yourself, by others, whatever it might be. And maybe when you were younger, you didn't get that or you couldn't ask for it or you felt alone, whatever the case may be, you had to get that in another way. And so you resorted to binging or alcohol or whatever it might be. And so this is so powerful because it gives you understanding. It gives you compassion for that coping mechanism or for yourself, basically. And it also gives you the opportunity to really look at it and be like, okay, what need is being met by me doing this coping mechanism? In this case, most often it's, I need emotional comfort. And then you can ask yourself, how can I get that emotional comfort in a healthy way? And that is the most productive, the most compassionate way of healing and dealing with coping mechanisms. I really hope I explained all of that well and everything makes sense. Of course, if you have any questions or you need any help, feel free to message me on Instagram. I'm always there um, if you need any help or if you have any questions. Okay, now let's move on to uncovering the specific coping mechanism that you're dealing with. So my number one tip and probably the most important one is to try to remember when the coping mechanism started and really unpack the whole situation of what was going on at the time. What were you experiencing? Were you in a lot of pain? Did you feel alone? Were you super stressed out? Did you feel unsafe? Like whatever it might be, just try to remember the situation you were in. And then I would recommend journaling about this, just kind of brainstorming. That helps me the most. That's just kind of how my brain works. I love to resolve things through writing about them. Um, it's a lot easier for me and it also allows me to see everything on a piece of paper, which makes it a lot more manageable in my mind um, but basically you have to brainstorm what need was not being met at that time so if you uncover that you were super stressed out when that coping mechanism started you can then ask yourself okay what need was not being met during that time what did i need emotionally especially and in this case you might needed comfort or maybe you needed support someone to take care of you, someone to tell you that everything's going to be okay. And then you can start to give that to yourself. So I'm going to continue using the stress example. So let's say that now you're going throughout your day and all of a sudden you get really stressed out. That's your trigger. That's when usually your coping mechanism kicks in and is like, okay, I'm taking over. Obviously, I've managed this before, it worked, it got you here, so let's keep doing that. And maybe your coping mechanism to manage stress is to escape, to maybe go watch movies, let's say. And so now the most powerful thing is to realize when you start doing that, so in this case, when you start watching movies, to really remember, okay, I am stressed out. And what I need right now is support and comfort. And how can I give this to myself right now? And I recommend writing a list of things that you can do when you experience that coping mechanism and need, in this case, comfort and support. Just brainstorm ideas like, okay, maybe I should call my mom because she calms me down. She tells me everything's going to be okay. 
or maybe I can get a blanket and some tea because that gives me comfort. Just whatever will fulfill that need so that you don't need that coping mechanism anymore. And obviously, this list should be of things that are actually healthy and positive for you that are an improvement from you laying in bed and watching movies for the rest of your day. Obviously not that anything is wrong with doing that on occasion, but if you're doing that constantly to escape feeling stressed or whatever you're trying to do, then it's not that healthy or productive. And when you're going through this process, really, really try to practice compassion and kindness for yourself because your body has been trying to protect you all this time. Yeah, it started using an unhealthy coping mechanism because that's everything that was offered to your body or to you at that time. So now you just need to teach your body to do something that's a little bit more healthy that's now available to you because you're not powerless anymore. Now you get to step into your power and realize that you're not a powerless little seven-year-old anymore. You have the opportunity to say no, to leave the situation, to change the situation, to set up boundaries, whatever it might be, and especially to give yourself what you need or to ask for what you need. You have that ability now. And when you really understand this, you step into your power on a whole other level and you really show up for yourself and you step up like next freaking level. It's amazing. (laughs) I'm gonna say this again because I think it's so important to remember. Don't be so hard on yourself and don't beat yourself up. Healing something like this takes time and it's messy and you're gonna mess up down the road and that's okay because it's a practice and it's totally normal for it to not be perfect, for you to fail sometimes, fall back into it or to lose motivation. It's normal, it's a journey, it's a process, it's a practice. Show yourself some compassion and some kindness because you're worthy of it. You don't have to be this critical parent that you might have had, probably had in your childhood that was just criticizing you all the time. You don't need that anymore. That doesn't help you in any way. You just become more discouraged. It's much harder to change a habit if you're constantly putting yourself down. Changing things like this is already hard enough and it takes time. And then on top of all that, we give ourselves this insane amount of pressure and self-criticism and perfectionism. And that's like the perfect plan for quitting. It's not helpful. And I know that so many of us have this idea in our minds that if we're critical and constantly trying to better ourselves, that we're going to be just great people. When has that ever worked for you? When has that ever made you actually really, really happy? Because that is all about being better for other people. Because if you were doing something that was better for you, you would have shown yourself compassion and kindness and love. Because that's actually what helps you in life and what makes you feel good about yourself. Absolutely nothing was wrong with you. You're exactly where you are and where you need to be. And if I experienced everything that you have in your life, met everyone that you have, went through all the crap you've gone through, I would have been in the exact same place as you are right now. I get really heated when I talk about this, probably because I need to hear it as well. I'm not perfect at this whatsoever. I still go back to being insanely critical and an insane perfectionist from time to time. And I just want to share this because I know from my experience that when I show myself understanding, compassion, love, kindness, my life becomes so much better. I am a better person. I do better for others, for this world. 
we've been sold this lie of being a good boy or being a good girl in school when you're growing up because they were teaching you to be obedient and not to be a healthy functioning adult later on. They were trying to fit you in a little system, in a little box, so they would feel better and they could tame you basically. And you don't need that anymore. Fuck that, it's 2019, let's leave that behind. So to really practice this forgiveness and kindness, we need to celebrate the small steps and successes and just give ourselves some credit. Changing habits and coping mechanisms are really hard and it's so, so, so easy to lose motivation and give up. And a great way to not run into these problems is to give yourself some praise, like make yourself feel good about the things that you're doing right. And so just a simple example, it's so great to keep a little bored or a notebook or even the, in the notes app of your phone, just small wins of the day. So for example, this is something that I wrote the other day. I started binge watching a show because I wanted to escape and after three episodes I stopped myself. I would usually go on for hours and even though I watched three, it is still a huge improvement and I had the willpower and the self-love to stop myself once I realized this is not good for me. It would have been a lot, a lot easier to just continue watching, but I didn't. I'm proud of myself and I did great today. So this is just a little example and this gave me so much motivation to keep going. I felt so good about myself and so happy and the next day when I woke up I was like, let's do even better than yesterday. You know, it feels like it's worth it. It's like, yes, I'm doing it, I'm doing so great and when you feel that way you want to keep going and so give yourself that. You don't need to wait for other people to give you that. You can give that to yourself and you can start doing it today. And with that being said, that is all I wanted to share with you today. I know that this episode was very ranty, but that's what happens when I'm really passionate about something. And I love this topic and I struggle with this as well. So I feel like I need to really listen to this and take my own advice sometimes. Um, again, if you have any questions or any um, struggles or concerns with this, you can shoot me a message on Instagram. I can also do a little Q&A on my IG live or on my story. Let me know if you would need that. Um, I am here for you um, and I really hope you enjoyed this podcast. If you did, you can write us a review. It really, really helps the show and I love, love, love reading what you guys have to say and what you think. Okay, that is all for me today. I really, really hope you enjoyed this time and I can't wait to speak to you again really, really soon. Bye!